Welcome everyone to Already Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Star Trek The Next Generation Season 4, Episode 19. It's called The Nth Degree. So full spoilers for the episode as always, and we are back after a almost two-month break. Might even be exactly two months, uh, if I look into it. But uh, Connor's computer broke, uh, so we couldn't record any next gen for a while. Uh, but we are back here in 2021 with new episodes... Rejoice. Yes. New, new episodes of the, the now ancient show. Yes, well, you know, we're here. You got, we got Barclay back, so that's good. We got a Barclay-focused episode to kick us off. Um, basically, he gets flashed with an alien entity, which turns him into a really confident, really intelligent, like almost like supernaturally intelligent guy. Um, and everyone's like, something's wrong. He's, he's, Barclay's good at things. Something's not right here. Uh and the episode even starts with him. Uh, Crusher's got like a, a little acting class she's been doing with people, apparently. So they put on a little play with uh, Barkley and her. And he's forgetting lines. He's doing okay, but he's kind of bumbling a little bit. He's forgetting very, lines. very nervous. There. Yeah. To the point where Data is confused why everyone's clapping at the end. And Riker has to be like, it's, it's polite, Data. It's polite. Just, it's, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, that's the gist of the episode, uh, more or less. We'll get into it, of course. Uh, what did you think of the nth degree? Uh, it's mostly pretty fun. I think there are a, a couple of points that stood out to me as weird, like bef- before it's clear that there's something wrong with Barkley. Mm-hmm. They're a bit shitty to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the reactions uh, to him being good at things did make me laugh a little bit, and maybe not in a healthy way. <laughs> did, uh, but... I mean, I had fun with that, mostly. Um, there, there was definitely some chuckles to be had throughout. There was a really nice 2001... Uh, in fact, even the, the episode as a whole kind of is kind of a comedy send-up of 2001 A Space Odyssey in some ways. Um, yeah, I definitely see it that way. And I think there's a direct reference to it at one point where he says, I, I can't do that, Captain. Uh, mm. Very, you know, I can't do that, Dave. Um, so, God, I should watch that movie again. I'll be watching it soon because it's going to be episode 100 of the Atomic Cinema Experiment coming very, very soon. So, uh, exciting. I got to see it in a cinema and that was pretty great. Uh, but I mean, just being in a cinema would be nice. <laughs> Seeing any of the cinema would be pretty great right now. We'll see. I don't know. Your, your, your bond's getting pushed again to the end of the year, so good luck with that. I know. <laughs> I don't know. But just for context, the last movie I saw in the cinema was Birds of Prey. Now, I, I like Birds of Prey. I like it a lot. No time to die. But yes, yes, plenty of time apparently because it keeps getting pushed back. Uh, so, no, nah, this episode was not bad. Uh, it's kind of a fun episode. It's not one that I think will stick out as being super memorable. Uh, what I did like about it though is that it was a really nice follow up to Barclay's last episode and the idea of like his ex- escapades in the the hollow deck evolving into a more healthier version where he's always he's taking up some theater performances he's doing a little bit of this and he's sharing it with people because you know he feels like he did a bad job at the start and troy's like no like you're you're sharing your love with people and that's much healthier it's much better uh even if it's not perfect you know she didn't say that last part yeah. but that's essentially the, the point she's getting across to him yeah uh but yeah so the actual plot though once it gets going is that uh one of the the satellite relays uh out in deep space is is malfunctioning it's not been operational for a while so the enterprise goes to check it out there is a weird probe that no one can recognize uh the satellites themselves have got a bunch of reactors on them and they're going to blow eventually um there's a flash from the the, the satellite which affects barclay as, as we mentioned 
Uh, he's out for a little bit, but when he wakes up, he's very confident. He starts solving problems. He starts even correcting Jordi. He starts correcting high-ranking members of officials. He comes up with the plan, because at one point, the uh, the satellite starts chasing, or the, the, the drone, rather. The drone, this uh, alien drone, starts chasing them, and they kind of run it. He's, he keeps, like, picking up speed. It's just it's keeping up with them at warp 2, uh, beyond all the impulse speeds they try. And it's actually, and they can't shoot it with the torpedoes because it's too close, it'll damage the ship. But Barclay does some, you know, fancy engineering stuff. He, he sort of, like, ignores Jordy and does something, and it increases the shield capacity by 300%, which will be enough to take the blast, and it solves the problem. So you even pick her, oh, thank you, uh, Lieutenant Barclay. Thank you. Yeah, and, and this is one of those moments that's weird for me, is, is afterwards in the in the aftermath and they're discussing it. Mm-hmm. And, and Joy is like, nah, I don't buy this shit. <laughs> and I'm like, Jordy, you pull shit out of your ass every other episode. <laughs> the minute someone else does it, it's it's humanly impossible. Yeah, I mean, later on, he is literally debating with the hologram or the holodeck representation of Albert Einstein, and de- because he's basically trying to solve the new math problem of the reactors on the satellite, and he's with he's with Einstein. Uh, which, by the way, I don't know if you noticed his play. He probably didn't because obviously he's in heavy makeup, totally like Einstein. Uh, but that was uh, Bishop Brennan from Father Ted who was playing Einstein there. Actually, okay. yeah, um, I, d- I didn't know it's no. Yeah, because he popped up in Babylon Five uh, recently. Well, I say recently, you know, recently. Recently to me. for your yeah. reviews, yes. Yeah, uh, and I was like, oh, he's been on other things. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, think I've ever seen him outside of Father Ted. Yes, I also when I looked him up there just to double check it was. But I didn't even double check. I didn't notice it was him. I just I saw his name in the credits when I was on the IMDb and went, oh, he was here. He was Einstein. All right. Uh, Turns out he was the old man and the boy as well? <laughs> what? Well, I have not had the, the misfortune of watching that one. What a career. What a career. He's, he's, he's in some gold and he's in the boy. Uh, there's a shit stain towards the end of the career. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so it's made up of all these moments of Barkley kind of impressing people and being more confident. Uh, the, the first example, I think, is when Crusher scanned him, says, oh, you're all right from the Flash, everything's fine. And she says, oh, I'll be, you know, a day or whatever till these scans come in, just to confirm that everything else is okay. He's it's like, like, you can do it quicker. Yeah, you know. He basically turns around and says, ah, you know, if you just do this, and then you can treat it, treat it like a computer, you'll, you know, uh, it'll be a couple hours instead. Uh, he doesn't get a chance to prove it necessarily, but he does kind of go around and then starts, you know, solving other problems with the, the ship, solving problems uh even saying because they're going to like repair the satellite thing it's like, oh, to do it safely so nothing explodes it'll take you know a couple of weeks we'll have to do it this way and he's like i disagree and and immediately everyone's like oh why did we invite him to the meeting well <laughs> we could have just left him <laughs> but he's here yeah. and he's correcting jordy he's like oh we could do them all simultaneously and have it be done in a two couple days. days it's fine and picard's like are you serious <laughs> I was just told two weeks. <laughs> You're telling me you can do it in two days? He's like, he's like your, your chief engineer's a chump. Let, let me handle this. Yes. Um, and, and for once, my flippant attitude is actually representative of the character. Oh, for sure. Yes. Uh, I, I Obviously, the, the, from here it goes to the point where to solve the problem, he basically builds himself an interface in the holodeck which lets him connect to the computer and then once his brain's connected to the computer it expands so much that he can't be put back into his own body without killing himself because it's it's now too big for his brain essentially <laughs> like he's expanded too much uh, and that's where he gets a little bit 2001 with the you know because picard orders him to like go back into his body he's like 
I'm afraid I can't do that, Captain. And it's, it's very, very 2001. But even mm. uh, the reason why I say it's like a jokey version of 2001 is because this probe, uh, as we find out later, was trying to like communicate with civilizations, basically. And it, it failed with the, the, the satellites, it failed with the ship's computer, but it was able to reprogram Barclay, and that's why he became so smart and confident. And it, all, it was all leading to Barclay eventually saying, oh, I can take you to, like, this place where we'll expand human intelligence and you know expand the human experience and he essentially super warps them uh to the middle of the galaxy where this being this giant head the big giant head was uh, 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 uh watch the third rock from the sun connor i did just okay you know. all right yes. it, 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 it wasn't worth the hassle for the audio listeners i did the salute from the big uh, third rock from the sun for the big giant head well, I, I did the uh, the one that the three people do. Uh, Dex, of course, was because he's the commander. Was more like a that kind of thing. Uh. <laughs> that 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 looks about right. Yeah. Yes, yes. Of course, I don't quite have the body language of of the master that is John Lithgow to really get it across. Do. Uh, I do have the hairline though to to <laughs> make it look right. So, you got something going for you. Yeah. Positives in the places. Uh, so, but essentially, so it turns out this this civilization is also just exploring like the Enterprise does, but instead of going anywhere, it just attracts everyone to come by sending out these probes. So the reason why I say it's like 2001, because it's literally a case of, oh, an advanced civilization left a probe for us to follow, and it kind of took us to them. And, and, and may have evolved a human beyond what it should have done. Yeah. But otherwise, it's kind of just a funny version, because when they get there, this, this big head's like, yeah, that's what I learned about you. That's just that's just talking. Yeah, basically, it's like yeah, no, I'm just just like you. I just, just want information. I just want to explore the galaxy yeah. like you are. I just Bar- do it in my own way. Barkley, who's normal now, but understands all this because you know they put him back together and made him okay. He comes out of the bridge and explains all this to Picard. The big head just kind of smells and nods and is like, yeah, yeah. It's like, see, see, listen to your man. He knows what he's talking about. Let's get chatting, and we just cut ahead to like a week later or whatever. And- I, I do like every so often of this. The head just like nods, a big just you know, a big smile and nod. Yes. He's got like a, it's like a part of his forehead's cut out and there's like a sort of like holographic or a little like shiny part in his mm. forehead. Uh, yeah, give, give him a look. It was, I kind of laughed a lot. When we got to this point though, I kind of chuckled. Like, okay, I appreciate what this is, but I also think it looks a bit goofy. And it's like, okay, it's a little bit original Star Trek. It's a bit like a funny version of 2001. It's a bit of this, but it's a bit of that. It's a bit of Wizard of Oz. A bit of Wizard of Oz. I, I think what makes this episode work is all the Barclay stuff and just having fun with those interactions with the crew. Obviously, he finally asks out Troy uh, because they're, you know, he's all confident. He's like, you know, there's a really nice walk uh, by the, and because of the, the, the belt that's on that side of the ship, oh, this, this should be nice and shiny, you know, this this time of night or whatever. I don't know what he says. It's something like that. Uh, everything's really, really pretty, but his view is, oh, that wouldn't be appropriate. I was your, I mean, you know, I'm your counsellor. Is that appropriate? Mm. Um, notably though, when they're having a meeting about this, because they have to start like disconnecting the computer from rooms so they can talk without Barkley hearing them, because he's he's connected to the computer. Uh, which Worf doesn't have a lot in this episode, but he does have one moment here. So, oh, okay, we can talk without the computer listening to us. And he just sort of runs and goes, "You mean Barkley? We can talk without Barkley listening to us." I, I, I think I know the moment you're on about. I thought this was earlier in the episode, because um, this is before he's done anything that weird, and they're like. Is it dangerous? Can we really lock him up for just being smart? You know, being... You no, know, be, uh, 
it's after he's connected with the computer because it's it's because it's, it's literally Jordy's just like been he, he pulls out some chips and he's like I've I've taken out these things. Fair enough. You know. Uh, um, but notably, so they have another meeting. This is later in the episode, or maybe it's earlier in the episode when they're in Picard's ready room, mm. and they're saying, "Yeah, he's acting weird. He's been all confident. Like, is this a problem?" And he's acting out a character, and Troy says, oh, he even made a pass at me last time. Because Picard asks a very good question. He says, well, has he done anything dangerous? Has he actually threatened anyone? Is he a problem? I mean, it's one thing if he's being really smart and uncharacteristic, but if he's if he's still being a good officer, then... What's uh, the problem? There's nothing I can really do about it, or, or why should I even really care that much beyond just... Well, we, we've gained an asset, it, yeah. it is, is potentially. Beyond maybe just like, oh, the sudden change might be an indi- indicative of his mental health or something. Maybe that's a concern. But other than that, there's nothing super pressing here and tries like oh he made a pass at me last night and they all just kind of stares like well and that's you know weird for him <laughs> like that's you know yeah they're all like that's not dangerous <laughs> but i know i i'd, I'd love the, the comment to be at the end of this though when they're walking because because even in the moment Riker, the way he turns to look at her like wait what and at the end of the scene when they're walking out his ready room he's like so you said he yeah, made a pass at you but you neglected to mention if it was successful and she doesn't answer so sort of smiles and, what, and we know we know she turned them down but she just sort of smiles like oh, i'm just gonna let him yeah. think it walks away Lebs too. She's having fun with it. Yeah. But the episode does end with her saying, hey, let's go for that walk. And it's almost like because he's back to himself and he's not uncharacteristically, it's like, oh, I'm actually appreciative that he's himself again. So I it's, would like to go on this walk with him. It's borderline cruel on him, almost. It's like, well, oh, now we'll go on that date. <laughs> yeah, I, get, I don't know. It's just a bit more sweet than that. <laughs> I think that's a bit mm. unfair. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, if anything, I think it's more sweet because it's saying, no, 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 no. I appreciate, I prefer you to be who you are because it's real and not some I, fake I get you from, version yeah. of you, you know. I, but he does have a little bit of it left over because as they're walking out, he's, you know, the 3D chess game's going on. And he walks over and says, uh, you know, moves a piece and says, checkmate and eight moves. Uh, and, and walks out. It's just a little beat then. Like, Maybe he's retained some of that knowledge. In the same way that Xander from the hit television show Buffer the Vampire Slayer, after he turned into a soldier via a magic spell one Halloween, retained some of his military expertise uh, mm-hmm. after the spell was reversed. Yes, this is exactly like that. It's exactly like that. Perfect, perfect comparison. I was critiqued to you, right? The first review we did at the Expanse, because that was the first thing we recorded when we came back, there was a comment that said, there was no Buffy reference, Peter's forgotten how to do this. <laughs> so, <laughs> I need to get that. And I've not done any Expanse yet. But no, I saw that comment, because I think the comment started with, I think Peter's out of the swing of it and has forgotten how to do this. And I was like, oh God, what did we get wrong on this review? And then I read the rest of it, it was like, there's no Buffy reference. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that shithousery. <laughs> well, it's a staple. It's a staple of the content. Uh, and didn't miss that in my, in my break oh I bet he did he says that but he, he said he was sitting there feeling the winter nights going oh there's been no Buffy reference oh I can't go <laughs> on my life no one's calling something the hit television show <laughs> I don't understand any TV shows that much because Peter's not compared to any of it to Buffy yet <laughs> you think I had time to watch TV <laughs> Oh, whatever you were doing. I'm mean, sure you did something in your month with no recording. Blah, 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 blah movies. Uh, blah, blah movies. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. And, and comics, frankly. Uh-huh. Mm. It's nice. It's different. Although, honestly, not having a PC was bloody torturous. It's funny, actually, because I think we would never plan for such a long break from things, but it was kind of nice in a way to have a bit of a break from the, the regular churn of the content. But 
it was such a long break that I have to admit, by the time we got to like that last week or two before, it was time You're to like, come, come back. Come on, we, can we get going now? Oh yeah, I was starting to get like I'm, I'm ready. I'm itching to go again. Like yeah, I feel the, like... the first like week or two, you're like, oh, this is this is nice. This is pleasant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Break from you is you know honestly not uh, that bad. But uh, uh, I wish I could. I wish I could have one. Aye, but after after like over a month, it was all right. Okay, I'm ready to get going again. I want to get back to the next gen. I want to get back to TV content. I feel like I've just been lounging about. I mean, I still was doing stuff with other people, obviously, but you know. Yeah, but. I I think it felt a little bit okay because it was like over the Christmas period at the mm. end there. So it was like, well, people tend to lounge around at this time of year. It's fine. I'm just would just be normal. Yeah. So, but hey ho. Uh, so no, it's a delightful little episode of Next Gen. Um, not one that you know I think will stick out in my mind as being you know one of the best. But I'll, I think it, we'll remember it just because it's Barkley, and it'll be part of that you know the Barkley series, the Barkley saga. Yes. Uh, yeah, but it, it, it's not like super memorable in its own right, but it's fun. Yeah, it was a fun. It was a fun time. It was almost a nice, pleasant, just sort of reintroduction to all the characters again to uh, be in that world. Um, so you know, um. Cool stuff. Uh, so we'll look ahead at what next episode is going to be here then. Uh, with episode 20, it's called... Oh, it's a Q episode because it's called Cupid. Uh, notably spelt with just Q-P-I-D. Uh, Very good. So uh, here's the description on I Am the Bear. Aiming to get out of Jean-Luc's debt, Q forces Captain Picard and his officers to live out the legend of Robin Hood with a past acquaintance as Maid Marian. Uh, or Marianne. Okay, one... You're going to hate this. Probably. Two, it's Troy's mother, right? That's the, funny, that's the funniest option. I've not, and there, I, I'm going to make it clear. I don't see her in the images because there's four images in IMDb. And because of the layout being so big and chunky now, I have not seen the cast list. I'm not scrolling down, so I'm not going to look. Okay. Don't spoil it. But I'm not going to look. That's, that's my prediction. Past acquaintance. You got the, the awkward roman- wrote quote unquote romantic history. It's the, it's the funniest choice. Um, yeah. Unless they do something crazy like bring back... Remember the, the, the vacation episode? He had that love interest for one episode. <laughs> bring her back. Sure. Yeah, this may not be for me. It is notable, though, that outside of the the, the you know the pilot all the way back at the start of the show, this is easily the lowest rated Q episode in IMDb. Because they've all been mm. rated really high in season two, three. Uh, so... Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like all something they're doing. It's not a stinker by the looks of it. But it's just... I mean, for the record, I might not like it either. Mm-hmm. But just... Okay, we're, do- we're doing Robin Hood stuff. That that's yeah. already a negative point for you, I imagine. I'm not enthusiastic about the idea. I, I admit. Uh, so, but you know, I'll go on with an open mind. I'll go on with an open mind. Uh, I'd forgotten how close we were to sort of the the, the back end of season four, actually, because you know we're on episode twenty next. So yeah, we're getting yeah, uh, we're in the last handful, right? We're getting late in there in the season. Twenty four or twenty six this season. Uh, twenty six. It should be still twenty six. Okay. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. For some reason in my head it dropped at some point, but maybe it doesn't. Season 2 was short because of the, the strike to 22. Maybe, maybe but, that's what's yeah. in my head, yeah. But yeah, that's been 26 typically. So, uh, yeah, uh, there you go. That is uh, that is Star Trek Next Generation. Glad to be back. Hopefully uh, you're all back in the raid with us. And I'm, I'm getting excited. You know, there, there was a, we never talked about it on Discovery. I was actually I was annoyed. I realized that in the finale to Discovery, we never talked about the final line because the payoff to... Uh, Saru looking for his phrase was that the payoff was actually Michael having like hers, yes. Uh, rather than him getting one, um, I, I would say what it is just to you know, I'll, I'll, this this is not the place for it, but it just it made me think of it because all I was gonna say is uh, 
there's a plot towards it, and I won't say too much, just to keep it spoiler light as possible, but some of the characters in a hollow program towards the end of the season were all shown up as different species, and it was, it was a fun way to have a character who's usually an alien look human and so on. Uh, but one of the species, uh, Culber's transformation, I didn't remember what that race was, but Tara did, and the reason why she did is because that race plays a big part of Deep Space Nine. And I'm saying that because I'm excited to get to get close to Deep Space Nine, because I know once we get to Season 6 of Next Gen, that's when Deep Space Nine comes into it as well, so... Uh, yeah, maybe towards the end of this year. That sounds very plausible, yeah, if we keep going one a week. I mean, and some, sometimes when we're quiet, we'll go two a week, and uh, honestly, given that a lot of production slowed down last year, I actually think it may not be that long till we are doing two of these a week, which would be very convenient when we sh- when we have Deep Space Nine as well. We can do one or both a week as opposed to the alternating. That, that uh, would be ideal, wouldn't it? Uh, so it wouldn't be surprising to me if by even just next next month, because right now we're catching up on stuff that we've fell be- fallen behind in, but I think once that's done, we may actually be on two of these a week. So, uh, Yeah, no, it's very possible. I say uh, we are hitting that point where TV, it started back up uh, for the most part, but there's a lot of breaks, things are stopping and starting, and mm-hmm. it's a bit all over the place and inconsistent. Yeah, there's not as much on right now as there would be at this busy time of year as things start back up. So, uh, But yeah, so there you go. We'll see you next time for Next Generation. Uh, you can support us over at patreon.com slash TV for as little as $1 per month. Keep all the content coming. You can otherwise, of course, just hit the like button, subscribe, all those things. YouTube uh, uses all that to gauge success and therefore will share us out more. So it is the best way to help us grow and expand and find more success. So uh, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Keep watching Star Trek. And somewhere out there, in the distance in the stars, ascending to a higher being, Wesley Crusher is in complete control.